The Lord be with you. Our reading from the Holy Gospel according to St. Matthew. A demoniac who could not speak was brought to Jesus, and when the demon was driven out of the, the mute man spoke, the crowds were amazed and said, Nothing like this has ever been seen in Israel. But the Pharisees said, He drives out demons by the prince of demons. Jesus went around to all the towns and villages, teaching in their synagogues, proclaiming the gospel of the kingdom, and curing every disease and illness. At the sight of the crowds, his heart was moved with pity for them, because they were troubled and abandoned, like sheep without a shepherd. Then he said to his disciples, The harvest is abundant, but the laborers are few. So ask the master of the harvest, to send out laborers for his harvest. My dear friends, the good news, the gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. May the words of the Holy Gospel blot out our sins. Amen. My dear friends, to be a Catholic means that we have access to this gigantic treasure room full of our, our people like St. Benedict, these treasures that are just there. We just have to go into the treasure room and explore there and find all these beautiful things and beautiful things for our life so that we can find a way to God that is uh, suited for our personality and for the way that God made us. We have this huge treasure room full of the lives of the saints, full of these people who have uh, created these things you know, under the influence of the Holy Spirit so that many people could follow them. And today we are celebrating the great Saint Benedict, who is the father of Western monasticism and who brought this monastic spiritual school to the West from the east, the way of following God has a, a monk, has a monk or a nun, this monastic school of God. And three things I want to point out just from our readings today, I can link them very easily to St. Benedict. And these three things are something that, you know, not just for monks, but should be a part of all of our lives. We have These things are constant in the different spiritual schools, but the way that they are carried out and done can vary a little bit depending upon the spiritual school. So the first uh, book here from Genesis, Genesis 32, you know, yesterday we had Jacob's ladder, and today we have uh, Jacob wrestling with the angel. This very famous passage from Genesis 32, where Jacob wrestles with the angel, and it's where God changes his name from Jacob to Israel. And if you pay attention to that word Israel, you see the very ancient, most ancient of God's name in there, that E-L at the end. That is God's name in the most ancient text. And Israel means um, one who wrestles with God. One who wrestles with God. 
And that's what the Jewish people call themselves today, Israel. They are the people who wrestle with God. And for us Christians, uh, one way that we can wrestle with God, and that's very much connected to St. Benedict, is to have a daily interaction with the sacred scripture. This is one way that we can wrestle with God because not everything in the scriptures are easy and sometimes we have to wrestle with what's in that text. But to have this daily life like St. Benedict, you know, monks are all about and nuns are all about spending this time in the word of God every day and wrestling with the text, coming to know God through his holy word, through his love letter. You know, this is a love letter that God wrote us. And so for us to spend every time in the word, every day in the word of God, uh, wrestling with the text. And St. Benedict, you know, promoted or gave us this lovely way of doing that, which comes out of this monastic school, which is called Lexio Divina. So spending time every day, every day God has a word for you in this Bible. Every day he's got something for you. So taking that time every day to spend time in the word of God. And if we look at our Psalm 17, we see another element here uh, of the monastic life, uh, another element which is he's talking about, King David is talking about having his heart tested and searching through the night and uh, God trying them like you try something in the fire and calling upon God and hiding in the shadow of God's wings. All this is referencing, of course, another uh, part of monastic life, which is solitude. Solitude. Your, your life should have sometimes when you're alone with God, that solitude with God, seeking to hear God's voice in the solitude and the silence. That's why the monks and nuns are in monasteries. They go away from the world. They're not running away from the world. They're running towards something. They're running towards God. And so they want to hear God's voice in the silence and in the solitude. So scripture and solitude are two things. And in the gospel, easily enough to pull out of here, we see Jesus doing his normal mission, which is healing, deliverance, and illumination. Here he is again doing it. He does it almost every time we encounter him in the gospel. He's doing these things, and here he is doing them again. And the one that points to monastic life would be this idea of illumination illuminating your mind and heart with God's truth and bringing the light of God's truth into other people's lives. So this life of study, you know, studying God's truth, studying God's word, coming to know the truth so that we can help other people to find the truth. So you see these three parts of the monastic life, they're for all of us, spending time in God's word, giving God some silence and solitude and studying the truth.